0: Hi guys and welcome to episode 9 of the Timing Podcast. Today we'll be discussing the category of nostalgia. So first of all, I would like to introduce my co-host, Ewan, how are you doing?
1: Not too bad, Craig, what about yourself?
0: Yeah, not too bad, my man. Have you got a drink on you tonight?
1: I've got a wee tin of beer, we uh, Beaver Town Neck Oil, it's actually quite nice.
0: Lovely, um, quite an explicit name, but that's another story. <laughs> Uh, Aye, <laughs> uh, and we have a guest on the show, it's a reoccurring guest. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing no bad, pal, how about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I'm guessing you're not drinking with the time difference, no? Uh,
2: yes, I mean, I'm in San Francisco, it is 1.17pm, so it's a bit uh oh, to <laughs> Lunchtime. time. Late, but... lunch time. Lunch time. Lunch time. May, I suppose I could have all wanted.
1: It's can time. Right, like a classic drink, so see if you get a can but you pour it into a glass, then
2: it's Well, my classy. problem is... My problem is I don't have any cans left. I could pour myself a whiskey, but it's a bit early. Well, no, nah, mate,
0: Who there's nothing wrong cans? with whisky.
2: Well, I drank my
0: last one. True, <laughs> let you off with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, guys, I want to talk about nostalgia. So, just before we start, timestamp. Jordan, what are you doing?
2: I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm getting feedback of
0: somebody like running about in the background. I'll be honest. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> My mic fell and I'm adjusting it. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: it's
1: somebody just
0: running about in the background.
1: <laughs> can what? Ken, <can> the, <laughs> the, the wee spray <laughs> cover. All right. I fell off What did you try to eat yeah. You no, just like no, no. no, I fell off <laughs> I was like Oh shit, it's touching the mic That's going to come through I was like, what am I going to oh. here? So I was trying to adjust it really quiet I wasn't even oh, breathing I, I, was trying... his mouth. <laughs> I was like,
0: what is going on? Uh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> are are, are right, you right, okay now?
0: You <laughs> this is why we can't do live No, this is why we can't do live Oh, so I thought I was gonna... all
1: smart now. I'd be, I'd be prepared if we're done Alright, on you go Fuck me Get five seconds and go
0: Okay. Sorry. So, guys, yeah, I want to talk about nostalgia. Um, starting off, I went online and defined nostalgia, and I think this gives a really good insight into what we're going to discuss. And the definition of it is a sentimental, longing, or wistful affection for a period in the past.
1: Right.
0: What do you think about that? Because we're not going to speak like that for the next. <laughs> Hour or so. Nah. <laughs> posh, pish.
2: posh. I mean, posh, posh. D- d- does it count if you feel it for like ancient Greece? I mean, I don't think that's nostalgia. <laughs> no, nah,
0: depends. Well, it's, it's, depends how old you are. But let's not get into <laughs> that know, I, either. <laughs> before you guys <laughs> have a field day. Um, again, just before we get into it, Alex, thank you for coming back on the time time in podcast. It's great to have you Absolute again. Pleasure um so first category i'm going kind of more of A Q&A sort of topic fashion um to stop the tangents i'm sure there will be some um but we'll see how we get on so first category i want to talk about games that give you that sort of real nostalgic buzz it might not be say your favorite game but the one that you really remember or have memories towards so ewan can you start us off on that topic
1: for uh for me it has to be getting an Xbox 360 and getting Halo 3 as my first game with it. <laughs> uh, that For me, that was just like the next stage in gaming because it was the first game that I got my Xbox connected to the internet. So it was like, I had online gaming for the first time. Halo 3 had a huge uh, population in the multiplayer scene at the time. And between 10 of us at the time, we were all playing Halo, we were all playing 4s, we were all playing multiplayer. It was just a, a big phenomenon for us at the time we all had the headsets on it was it was great fun when that came out so I've got good memories of that so we're too young to go out drinking but it was sort of when we were just going to secondary school so we were all on the headset every night we were all playing Xbox with each other it was, it was good so I've got good memories of that thing
0: Do you know, I think it's scary that we're getting nostalgia from the Xbox 360? I
1: get nostalgia for mm-hmm. games on Xbox One I mean even if you get a sequel or something you're, you've you got a bit of nostalgia with true. the last one yeah,
0: yeah, true Let's be, let, before we obviously be digressing to a bit more. Do you think nostalgia has a number behind it? There needs to be a certain number between what classes is nostalgia? So a period of time.
1: Mm. No, I think after a while you can tell what you're going to be nostalgic about if you know what I mean. Like you, you know the types of things mm-hmm. that you will remember eventually.
0: Yeah. What do you I think, mean, Alex? Uh, to
2: to heart back on what you said, I was the exact same. Halo Three was my first online game. Um, I got the steel. I got the steel book with the uh, the Xbox 360 when I bought it. Um, and the amount of time I spent on forges second. Um, but like, yeah, the the number for nostalgia, I think, is relevant to um how much something impacted you, I think, and how much it was formulative for who you are as a person now. Um, I think that adds into a lot. I mean, I, I've got nostalgia, like, if I were to boot up Mass Effect 1, like, I'd be like, oh, then in my bedroom again, I've meant to be doing homework, but I'm playing Mass Effect. <laughs> you know? um, but, like, I think, but at the same time, I have nostalgia for, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day, or, like, uh, watching Biker Mice with Mars in the morning on Saturday morning cartoons. And, like, and they're two wildly different times. I mean, they must be a decade apart, but, like, it's the same theory. Mm.
0: Just just to kind of stay on the topic of games. Of course. Uh, no, no, you're fine. Don't worry at all. Um, Tangents is what the Time End podcast is about. so Tangents It's even in our bio, I'm pretty Jeff
1: sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tangents, pure structure, and weird accents. Um, so on the game front, obviously, Halo 3 arguably was the kind of real first online game for most people, I would argue, there's obviously going to be earlier ones, but it was the real big one. Um, I think. Not to interrupt.
2: But no, no, unless you're old, Unless you were part of the, the group that played Halo Two online when it came out, unless you were yeah. part of like the the old on the Duke and stuff. Of Halo Three for a lot of gamers, similar time to COD, but I think Halo Three was the one that's like widely considered the multiplayer game of that generation. I'd agree with right that.
1: That's when the competitors really player, blew up as well.
2: Exactly, and the Halo, yeah, exactly the Halo competitive scene. I think really helped shape the the groundwork for what is like first person shooter esports now. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's fair. Do you think obviously there's Alex? You work in the gaming industry. Do you think um, there's some games kind of keeping alive from the nostalgic purposes? Do you think there's some games that have obviously maybe got a uh, bit. A bit... <laughs> lost a bit of their charm but people are still purchasing because of nostalgia
2: I think I think I think ones I've already mentioned uh, it starts with call of and ends in uh, duty um <laughs> the, like because for me the, the pinnacle of those games was modern warfare one and two since then it's hmm. they've been kept alive with just I think they haven't done anything revolutionary for the genre in a while. Um, whereas other games try and do something new, uh, Halo mm. would actually be another fine example. A lot of players who still play, play for the nostalgia of Halo. 3 were then revitalized with Reach and ODST. They were like, "Wow, this is something incredible!" But then, Halo's Gar- Halo Guardians and Halo Five aren't viewed as as having actually improved the game as much as they have improved. Again, let me say the multiplayer scene. They are the competitive Halo games, but like they're not they're not viewed as well from a fan base standpoint.
1: Well, I would say that Call of Duty so, might be a bit different because there's a huge population Call of Duty, obviously, and each year they mm-hmm. bring out a new game, and so the population shifts mm-hmm. to the new game. So really, to keep playing against a big player pool to get new maps, new updates, you have to move. Admittedly, there's not a lot of new features, but I have to give them props to their uh, Battle Royale game mode, Warzone, which I absolutely love playing there. Oh, yeah. Um But I think FIFA, and in fact any sports game, in fact, that come out with a new version each year are pretty similar as well, and that the population moves, and so to play an active, thriving game, you have to move with it as well each year. And, uh, I mean, the Destiny 2 and uh, like episode that we done, we spoke about how Destiny 2 plays off the nostalgia of Destiny 1, which, as you said, Craig, is only a few years older than it, and so it's quite hard to put a number on it. Again, yeah, to go back true. to... The mobile gaming episode that we spoke about, thinking of the nostalgia behind Pokemon Go and all the the games that you had in your Game Boy and stuff that that was a huge mm-hmm. factor in getting them a, a huge player base in their mobile game, which was completely different and not really related in in many ways.
2: Actually, you've actually brought up a point of games and nostalgia moving forward. Um, the I assume you guys played Red Dead, yeah, Redemption original. Mm-hmm. That game and Red Dead Two. It could be said that Red Dead Two is one of the most beautiful games made in our time so far, but also the most obtuse to actually interact with.
1: <laughs> like that's fair. Like,
2: it is. The controls are the controls are the classic Rockstar of we don't care if you know how to play our game. Suck it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like learn, and I think it's the, the game plays so well on the fact that the second game is set the. First game is set after the second game to create nostalgia. and here's the stories that you need to know that informed what happened in the game we already made.
1: Yeah,
2: it's not kept alive by nostalgia, but its success is fueled on it. Yeah. Which I think is very
0: no. I think that's a good point. So going from that, how powerful do you think nostalgia is as a selling tool? So oh, look at so Halo. Like how many people are going to eventually buy Halo Infinite? just because of the Halo franchise and nostalgia and the growing up of the franchise. Oh, Another sorry. great example that might make me sick is um, <laughs> look at the Elder Scrolls. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going to be 40 by the time Elder Scrolls six comes out. Sorry, that's just in the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> Behave. But...
2: Sorry, I was going to say, you could say F. F, F yeah, yeah, yeah good out.
0: point. But think of the power and the nostalgia side from people. Like, Elder Scrolls is a franchise that's been ongoing for, what, about 20 years almost? Yeah. My my computing teacher used to play Elder
2: Scrolls in high school. He was telling us about the fact that he played Elder Scrolls on the PC, and he's been playing since the first Elder Scrolls, which was like,
0: what? It just shows you, if you build nostalgia, how powerful yeah. it can be. It can be a really powerful and dose I think, of,
2: a... I think what's interesting is that you never set out to build nostalgia. Nostalgia no. happens, and you can yeah. either choose to capitalize on it or or reinvent yourself because of it.
0: You can't make a game around nostalgia; it's impossible. No,
2: it's impossible. Well, I think the only I think the first time it's ever been possible was Red Dead Two, that was built around nostalgia for the first game, but I think only because yeah. it took so many years to make it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'll rephrase that: you can't mm. make nostalgia in the first of a franchise. No, you can't, exactly. no. So you can, you can't go and saying, we're going to make this and create this fan base and spread this on for so long. Mm. Because we're going to build this nostalgic aspect. Do you know what? I feel dead, dead out of place now because obviously both you guys gave the Halo example, which I agree with. Mm. But I was actually going to say Golden Axe in the second Mega Drive. Just to um, tell everyone out there, there isn't that much of an age gap between us. Okay. Um, that's just by chance. that. But can did you guys play Golden Axe? Played it in the Sega. In the Sega. Yeah.
2: I'm familiar with it, but I never owned it. The The Sega games I played were. Uh, God, I think I had. Have GoldenEye on the Mega Drive? Was GoldenEye on the Mega Drive?
0: I'm not too sure, actually. Is it I'm not really famous not. for being on. PlayStation, I think. the N64? I think it was. No, it's the N64. I had the
2: PlayStation 1 version. That's what I had. I had the PlayStation 1 port of GoldenEye Rogue Agent. Um, right. But, no, if we're going back to the Mega Drive, it was it was Sonic on Green Island. Like. It'd be in my head forever. Like. You guys. Right? Where you've got the two platforms, Eggman's in his little flank, <laughs> and he's got his ball with the spikes, and you have to run and jump. But you, if you don't know the controls well enough, or if you're like six, like whatever I was, you can't do the little spinny jump, so you no. just can never beat that level.
0: That's that's insane, Sonic, as an example, because the first game was released in July 1991. <laughs> wow. Well, and Wait, the fact fa- how really many. Run? Think how many games have been developed from that. By the way, that's the same time I was born, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, so no, there are some good examples. I think not just the games itself, but do you guys not get nostalgia from locking yourself away, kind of turning the lights off, just sitting, getting immersed into something? And back then, like you look at graphics and stuff, it just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. I get as much as immersive experience from older games as I do games now.
2: Agreed. I think what's interesting about older games is that um older games like were cruel for lack of a better word. Like the graphics might not be all hold up, but what they would do is they would they would work on mechanically instead of graphically to make the game more investing and more challenging. And so with older games of like um memory cards and stuff, you had to be good or you had to start mm. again every time. Yeah. Yeah. And that in itself is nostalgic. Like Just being like, oh, son of a bag to the start of the game.
1: <laughs> Remember getting immersed <laughs> in Game Boy games, could like you're... you say, and the graphics were hideous, but again, if you didn't save it, that was it. Of it was. There was no save. <laughs> there was nothing like that. If, you, yep. if your memory card went corrupt, that was it. You had to start a game again.
2: If you if you did something <laughs> crap, you could just pull out your cartridge and then log <laughs> it back in again and be like, that's fine, that's <laughs> fine. Could,
0: yeah. you, could you just imagine telling someone, so say someone between the ages of maybe... I don't know, five to maybe fifteen. That when we played games in the past, you couldn't save it. Okay. And could
1: you got. Could you imagine them? You could got you imagine them trying
0: to compensate, try process that information? They'd be like, what? Uh,
2: be like, right? Um, see, see you See, playing Doom Eternal on Ultra Nightmare—that was us at every game. If you died, you went back <laughs> to start. That was it. Wow.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think there's some pretty cool points. Obviously, we could talk about game nostalgia. Um, like okay. Called. Do. Uh, but let's let's move on to something else. So, Alex, go and give us some examples of some TV nostalgia that you get. So, um, whether that be, do you know what? You can include films as well. Um, but certainly for me, breakfast time TV in the sort of early 2000s, late 1990s can't beat it.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, um, if we're going back to TV fairly, it was Bike on Ice for Mars, Saturday morning. Um, used to watch Jetix when we first got um, Cable, if you guys remember Jetix, which was Fox Kids, then Jetix, and I just think it's gone now. Um, so it used to be you'd watch the Sonic Underground. That
0: um, nah, the best theme song ever. <laughs>
2: the best theme <laughs> song ever. Uh, we'd, watch, uh, we'd watch Dragon Ball and Gundam in the mornings and Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, but later on. Uh, and obviously Pokemon. used to watch a ton of that. Hmm. Uh God, there was this one obscure show I used to watch. Maybe you guys will remember it. And and if you do, feel free to get hype. Do you guys remember Johnny Quest?
0: I don't recognise it.
2: So Johnny Quest was horrifying. Like imagine Danny Phantom, but it's like actually macabre.
1: You've I don't lost know me. who they are either. You have no. totally I mean, lost I've me. I've got a picture of Johnny Bravo in my head, and I can't think of anything, get yeah, anything I'm just,
2: else. I'm like, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> let me let me let me let me catch you guys up very quick. Very very briefly, uh, Danny Phantom is the show. Uh, a, a show about a, a cartoon about a boy whose family are ghost hunters, and they create this machine to send them back to the I think it's the ethereal plane. Uh, Danny notices something's wrong with the machine in the opening episode and goes into attempt to fix it. Accidentally switches it on and becomes a phantom himself. He has ghost powers that he can then use. Um, Johnny Quest, if I remember vaguely, it was to do with alternate dimensions and these holes would just open and things. And what was really off-putting about the show was it was early on in the era of um, 3D rendering so what they would do is it would go from 2D uh, kind of standard animation and you would see like a portal open in the wall and it would switch into like 3D rendering as it rotated the camera in to see what was happening. So it was cool but it was early on so it was all like that green like, if you imagine like those old renderings of black holes where they like are like made out of squares and it pulls down in Mm. it was like that. But it was so weird Oh and of course we're talking about shows that scared of shitless as kids. The Ghostbusters cartoon. Which was... Mm. Shouldn't have been shown to kids.
0: No, no, some good ones. Ewan, come on. Give us some.
1: Uh, Mine's a movie, and I remember it was... It must have been about my 10th birthday, and we were all at a, right. a sort of restaurant that had the big play area and climbing frames and all that, no. parks and this kind of thing. And uh, Oh, it wasn't
2: Cheeky Monkeys, was
1: it? No, no, it was different. Um And one of the presents I got were some action figures and I, I didn't really know what they were at first and I opened them up and it was an, a, an orc, an uruk from Lord of the Rings uh, Boromir and oh. a hobbit and I was like, oh, cool and I seen the packet and I was like, what are these from? and it was from my auntie who said, oh, they're from Lord of the Rings I was like, oh, I've never seen it and she was like, really? and so she took me to go see Lord of the Rings two towers uh, I think it was about a week later and that was the first ever time I'd been exposed to any of that franchise, and I've never forgot it. I I remember everything down to what I was eating. I was drinking Fanta, I had a family bag of minstrels, which made me feel sick because I ate the whole thing. I had salted popcorn. I remember watching the movie, and from then I was obsessed. went back and watched the first one, and that was me hooked in the franchise from that.
0: Can I just cut in there? For me, that's nostalgia. It's not just, for example, what you were playing, what you were listening to. It's that... You can actually describe everything that happened when you experienced it. So, like you said, you didn't just see Lord of the Rings; you knew what you were eating, etc. That's that's scary. How <laughs> you, you, you how you can re- There'll be things that you can't remember from last year. Yeah, but you can remember that. That is the power of nostalgia. Sorry, yeah. sorry, to interrupt weird. you. No, sorry I couldn't
1: interrupt. agree more. That, for me, that's one of my, the best examples I can think of for me that that's happened with nostalgia in my life.
0: Yeah, I I feel old again. I kind of regret picking this as a topic for a podcast because I'm thinking <laughs> more. So here's a few. I don't know if you guys remember these. My parents are aliens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on. I remember I'm that. Back. I remember that. Um, but th- there's two TV shows really that stand out for me. Um, one is the original Power Rangers, none of that new shit. It's
2: Mighty Morphin.
0: Mighty Morphin has probably the best intro sound soundtrack, theme, whatever you want I to call have,
2: it. I might have to fight you on that. I might have to fight you on that. Oh, because, come, there, on
0: Mate, come on then. Come
2: on then. There's a later Power Rangers that I would say has no. a better theme song. No. No. It's only no. a couple no. of gens no. later. It's only a couple later. Uh, Lightspeed Rescue is brilliant. I don't even know what that is. It's uh, the, do you know when the Omega Ranger, the Curse of the Cobra tattoo?
0: You've just what?
1: embarrassed yourself. No, that's new. Sh- that's new uh, shit. Wow. That doesn't make uh, No, it was it was a
2: couple generations after Mighty Morphin. So they went Mighty Morphin. Then there was they did two they did two series of Mighty Morphin, right? Because they did <laughs> Tommy and Green Ranger, Tommy's the Fight Ranger. Then they did the movie. Then they did the 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 one with the cars, where they had the kid who was the Blue Ranger, and he got taller when he morphed for some like reason, because uh, he needed to be a stunt actor, not a twelve-year-old. Um, <laughs> and then I think they did Lost in Space, and following that, it was speed Rescue, if I remember correctly.
0: You're killing my I... nostalgia. Oh, I remember
1: <laughs> this, the red one was my favourite. That's the, that's. Oh, I don't know how you,
2: you remember like red red red. All this. I, wa- I still watch it. Come on, it's all on Netflix. Every series of Power Rangers is on Netflix.
0: Mate, is it? that must yeah. be in the American one, because it's all not right. in the British one. But dinosaurs and Power Rangers. Just remember that. Um, but the other one, the other big standout one, actually, only this week I've mm-hmm. came across again. So you guys will know about Disney Plus and oh, the popularities it's gaining. Are you about to mention what I think you're about to mention? I don't know if you're. No, I don't think it will be. But do you remember the Spider Man TV series from the, yes! 90s, from the 90s?
2: The 90s Spider Man show. Oh,
0: it was so I good. So. But, mate, I'm oh, a grown yeah. man who's almost. every Saturday is, morning. I'm almost thirty. I have been watching that <laughs> on my iPad and, and on Disney Osborne's
2: Plus. All Stripes.
0: Oh, oh it's it so good because it has literally all the villains. Oh, I get so much nostalgia from it, man. It's it so so it cool. It originated
2: in Spider Verse because it had the Madam Web crossover, the Sinister Six. Morgue oh yeah, it is. done the whole thing.
0: It's one of the few TV series that has one season, but it's over sixty episodes. Yeah. <laughs> it covered so much. It's mad, but um, they would be making the out ones, but one thing I want to kind of touch on is that so, when I used to finish, say, so it's primary school in mm-hmm. the UK, um, once we finished school, I would go home and I had a childminder at the time, and mm-hmm. you would actually find yourself going back to watch TV, um, and then I'd have friends that would come over and they would, we would watch certain TV series together. Mm-hmm. Do you not think that's almost gone now, because nine times out of ten, when you see sort of Younger kids, it's always you're going going to play games together.
2: Do you I not think we've maybe
0: lost same. a bit of that?
2: That's funny. I was the exact same. I uh, shall before and after school, so that was the exact same. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. People play games a lot more. And I think I think the quality of kids' cartoons has gone down a little bit in some respect. We had so many yeah. in the nineties, like turned to, turned insane to games. Uh, don't get me wrong, there are some amazing ones now, but we had so much.
0: But look at the way. In which people are viewing TV now. It's so different in regards to you're looking at streaming platforms like Netflix, etc. Are there many kids actually watching live broadcast TV? Probably not.
2: I think the answer would be, at least from when I worked at Sky, no.
0: No, yeah, I would agree. Um, it,
2: the parents have them set up with streaming services because they can just pull the cartoons they want when they want them. They yeah. don't have to like get up on Saturday morning and watch them. They can just pull them up and watch them. Yeah. So, if anything, they've got a better viewing experience than we had, but it probably yeah. won't be as nostalgic.
1: Even my little cousin now, he doesn't, after school him and his friends all go home and then they put their headsets on and talk on the PlayStation or the Xbox and stuff now, whereas I remember even when we were talking about Halo 3, eh, before we all got them connected up to the routers and and started playing on Xbox Live, me, Bundy and one of our other friends used to rotate round each of our houses and take memory cars with us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, not even a lamp party, memory card, just to keep your character, keep your armour and all your setup right. And we'd rotate round, take your controller and your memory card with you and I That's mean amazing. I miss that. I miss kinda of sitting with your pals and, and playing it. We'd done a complete playthrough of Halo three, if I remember right, me and Bundy it took us was it thirteen odd hours, thirteen hours, forty minutes or something? Oh well, it was something ridiculous. But <laughs> uh, I mean you you don't get that anymore because you're sitting on your headset.
2: I'll give you I'll give you an example uh, of a uniquely nineties gaming experience that me and a friend used to have. Maybe early two thousands. Uh, uh, I had Prince of Persia Sands of Time was one of the first games I got on my PS2. Uh, if you remember, it, it's one of the, it's the reason Assassin's Creed exists. Yeah. Um, and I was terrible, absolutely god awful at the jumping sequences when you had to do the wall rebounds. But I was brilliant at the fighting. My friend, on the other hand, was crap at the fighting and brilliant at the jump sequences. So we had two memory cards, <laughs> I and what that's we would good. do is we would swap the memory cards back and forth. One of us would do the fight, and then we'd trade at school, and we'd get each other
0: through the game. Why didn't you do that for Vault of Glass for the first time I for me, I was thinking that. When I heard
1: jumping, there was a jumping puzzle in Vault of Glass, and at one point, Craig was asking me to leave my <laughs> Xbox on, drive to his house, and do the jumping <laughs> puzzle. It was that bad.
0: I remember that. Do you know what's crazy? We uh, like, were there for uh, about 40 minutes. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? Like, I know we've kind of diverted a little bit back to that games. Some
2: but some of our best Destiny nostalgia was that <laughs> time. That, that particular run of vlog created not of not,
0: we're, not, we're not getting into Destiny yeah. nostalgia, but same you are saying about, about games. About it. Stop it. Um, <laughs> you guys both said Halo 3 for <laughs> your sort of game nostalgia as an example, which I totally agree with, but there's an even better point that Ewan's just made. I think everybody has done a playthrough for Halo 3 with a friend in the same room, all the skulls on. So I actually I done it with hey, a friend, no. um, a friend called Ken who actually stays through in the states as well. Now he actually hosts the Versus the World podcast. A little shout out to him. Oh wow! Um, check it out, but um, he's he's a bit further on than us. But yeah, like I think everybody's got that sort of nostalgic playthrough because obviously you said you and Bundy done it, you. Mm-hmm. What about you, Alex? You might you must have had a Halo Three uh, me, playthrough with someone. Me
2: and Ants used to run LASO on Halo Three, um, yeah. which was m- middling success. But what I would say is particularly uh, successful. You guys remember our Bauer?
0: Yeah, uh, Bauer Kian. Ghost. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: He, he's now Mr. Skeletal on Xbox. He's changed. Um okay. But me and Kean used to run LASO on Reach weekly, and we could do the whole game, like Legend rail goes on, without breaking a sweat. That's oh, just God. we knew the paths, we knew where to go. And like it was just God, I wish I had those days back playing playing uh Reach with with T J and Bauer and stuff like oh it was so good and Jim African who I think was about twelve. You would just come screaming across the mic like, I'm dying, I'm dying and, like sharp are coming. <laughs> <laughs> what do you All think right.
1: about doing a live episode at some point where we get um I mean it'll be a bit trickier now, but if we could do, get everyone oh. in a room and do a Halo three playthrough? That would I could be, always hop in can, wireless, right?
0: Yeah, so we could. Just jump on a flight. <laughs> yeah, just, just get a flight to play Halo. Um, no, I'd be a good reasons. Reasons.
1: No, I think I'd think make a good live one, get a good setup. That'd mm. be really good. Plenty of so, uh,
2: You just need a capture card to record the audio to the console, and would we'll be what they said.
1: You can do it on Twitch and actually record it through oh, the mics right. that we Excuse have. You. I mean, we've got a that's... few decent mics now, so we could... Yeah, we could do that. Despite the audio issues that we've had in a few episodes.
2: Just just gotta to learn to do your audio sync one, two, three. That's
1: it. That's it. That. Piss off, who told him that? anyway, next <laughs> I might <want laughs> have to <be> a <laughs> hunter.
0: <laughs> Fucking giving <laughs> away your secrets here. You bastards. Um so I wanna move into music, right? But rather than going super loose topic, can you remember your kids the kids' parties you would go at like school and Yes, sort of birthday parties. You would get your birthday treats. What were the What were the songs? Oh, Cha Cha Slide and Macarena. Straight on. I was going to say. Uh,
1: there we go. We can move topic now. <laughs> Next,
2: <laughs> uh, you are forgetting Mambo Number Five. Uh, and Oops! Upside Your Head.
1: Oh, S Club
2: oh. Seven. Sitting in. Oh, S Club Eight. No party like an S Club party. YMCA Here
1: we go. That's just took
0: a turn
2: What's funny about those is none of that was music we were choosing. It was what was popular at the time and that adults thought we, which I thought was which is really interesting and now we yeah. have a nostalgic for it. Like our parents have nostalgia for like the fact that the radio was always playing 80s music. Our parents weren't kids in the 80s, they were in their 20s. It's what was popular then but they're still listening to it. So what we have nostalgia about is related based on what other people have nostalgia about or mm-hmm. what they enjoyed. Just yeah. based on what we were influenced by. So I think that's a super interesting thing. <laughs> Not to go off on one.
0: either agreed. agreed. I, I literally have nothing to say in music now. I'm like, yeah, that's that's great. Here, I mean, let, let, let's put it this way, right? Ewan, first album you ever bought that you bought.
2: Oh, this is going to be embarrassing.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was. I think it was. But the first I can't even remember the album, but the first yeah, CD actually. I bought was Sex Bomb by Tom Jones. I <laughs> 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 to set my own oh, no,
0: plate no. on my CD player. I used to think that was a Is, Does it
2: have to be the first CD we bought, or can it be the first CD that was burned for us? Burn,
0: Is that different? Go go for burned. That's yeah. fine. The first, first one you actually had in your hand
2: uh, for me, it was Shaggy's Angel, uh, <laughs> the, first CD I actual, the first actual CD I owned, not bought with my own money, uh, would have been, um, do you guys remember the fucking, what was the song, uh, Witch Doctor by The Cartoons? <laughs>
0: oh, oh, Jesus no, Christ. That was,
2: no, I was, uh, I was about six and that was bought for me. first album I ever bought myself was uh, Demon Days, Gorillaz. Ah,
0: that's better than Ewan's answer. Mines, <laughs> mine's were actually two because we're really close together. I can't remember what one I bought first. But for anyone who's from my generation, which... He's the first
2: generation.
0: chop. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Um, American Idiot by Green Day.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I think everyone on that. And then slightly after was um, Good Charlotte, The Young and the Hopeless. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I um, we we touched on it, we done a music podcast a wee while back now, yeah. um, and we kind of touched on that side, because I actually got into music later, but I think they were the first two for me, so...
1: Well, it's different <laughs> as well, because if if you play an instrument, you remember some of the, the songs that you learned, even the first songs you learned, and you might have started learning them, then went away and got told to listen to them, and then you come back and realise you like that band or that genre of music, or you remember your first mm. gig and stuff or you associate a band mm. with a person for example, whenever I hear Muse I associate that with Alex because I remember him <laughs> telling me about Muse the first time oh. when we were in work
2: Oh god, I was obsessed, I still am I know no.
1: uh,
2: well, Actually, well, I've got a question Craig might find interesting so what is a song that when you hear it immediately transports you back to like primary school? What is like the ones that like, it was your song that just like, you hear it and you're like, oh I'm 12 again that's it, like, I'm just, I'm
0: a kid that's, that's really difficult. I had one for an older category. I, I can take it. So, it's a lot older. It's 18. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I can remember it is obviously when you're 18, you go out... At, well, in the mm-hmm. UK, you're obviously legal to go out drinking. Um, clubbing, exactly. And there was always that song that was played. And it was um, Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night by the Black Eyed Peas. Yes! Uh, it's on the album. <laughs> that's not cool. But, uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I don't know. I a struggle. a struggle for sort of kid, kid age. Sort the of ones that we mentioned
1: earlier, they they, they yeah.
0: the ones that
1: spring ahead. But for going out when you were eighteen, it was uh, bits and pieces. I can't remember who it was it's by. But you'd Pete. hear that every night out you went to. It's just mm-hmm. like a dancey tune, and you would. Uh, uh, that's brilliant. a good
2: one. For me, I thought it was Mister Brightside that summer. You guys uh, mind that? That's a, that's a good one. That's oh, yes. a good
1: one. That's
2: just like, and he was. Do you believe he was 16 when he wrote that song? Really. 16 years old he wrote and released Mr Brightside like holy crap what were you doing at 16?
0: Hmm. Hot, I'm, I'm not gonna lie though Hot Fuzz Hot Fuss, sorry
2: it's <laughs> it was incredible one,
0: one of the best albums of the
2: 2000s yeah so that and, um? what was the, um, the, the Kaiser Chiefs one
0: it's not on the same uh, level not on the same level on my it's still one of those ones
2: that I, 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 Snow Patrol mm. there you go that takes me back
0: that uh, does um, before, we, before we get into the whole indie scene, because we know how many bands there was in that time doing the whole mm-hmm. indie side of things, let's let's move on. So, probably my favourite topic, because I'm a fat bastard. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, this is going to
1: take a turn. I've not got anything to come back right now. Usually <laughs> I do this bit and then.
0: See, he's <laughs> going to have to come
1: anymore. I have controlled it this time. Fucking
2: Craig, would you start having a go at Prento for being bald?
1: Uh, I was going to last time I seen you, Craig, you were looking very slim. <laughs> take that.
0: Ewan, look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> um sorry i had to do that um so yeah the next topic sweets food snacks really loose term it can be that that nostalgic meal that you would come home to that your mum would meet you yeah, it could be what well, again it's 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 loose topic so um alex do you want to get us started
2: so what's interesting for me is i'm nostalgic for a lot of foods now i live in the states just with different recipes ah,
0: good point yeah oh, I am.
2: What oh god, didn't he get me started last oh,
0: night? I haven't to a sweats I
2: have had, <laughs> had a iron Brew in two years, then he start right. Oh. Um, it's brutal. Um but like I've got brown sauce and stuff over here, so that's interesting, but like bacon's different over here. So I kinda make like a bacon butty like I would back home. It's just oh. different. Streaky bacon as opposed to like what they would call Canadian bacon here. Yeah. Uh haggis is hard to get as well, so like I kinda, I can't get, can, get it, can get it, can get it, but it's just tough.
0: Oh, there's not, have to not find many... a wild haggis over there. Like. That's what I was about to say. There's no
2: many wild haggis in the States. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> I the, the mountains are too high. They just die for the altitude. Eh? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a shame.
2: <laughs> but the, the, big, the big ones for me, like going back to my childhood, do you guys mind? Uh, they probably they still exist, but you don't see them as much. Highlander crisps.
1: Highlander oh, oh, crisps, yeah. Ridge oh. They were like... McCoy's Can't before McCoy's they were, were a thing. Yeah.
2: They, they had more flavour than McCoy's. That was they, and the thing. What was the black pepper one they did? I think yeah. it was salt and black pepper. See salt and black pepper? Oh, that, dying, was, that was the business. Um, I remember uh, Caramac bars, just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> eat so many of them, you throw up.
1: You're getting to I send see. you a suitcase over this way, all these things that you can still get. <laughs> please, I have I seen
2: Caramac ice cream the other
0: day. I've seen oh. that in the show. They mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
2: Um, Trying to mind the ones that are like gone now that didn't exist because there were sweets for like the nineties that you just didn't see anymore.
1: Mentioned that earlier. You uh, said Dream Bar. Dream Bars. Aye,
2: Mars Delights. Oh, fit. They were later. They were later, but they were amazing. Um, there's, there's, okay, so maybe it's not something I'm nostalgic for, but I'm nostalgic for seeing it on the shelves and thinking it was weird. Did you guys mind for a while? There were clear cans of soda or juice that had uh, like wee edible orange balls in it.
0: No. Do you guys mind it? No. But what I'd see, what you almost reminded me of there was, um, do you know the plastic cup juice? Yeah. He was getting the multi packs. Yeah. Thirsty. Yeah. And would you just, really.
2: what you do is you just tear the top off and chug it. You just. <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> it's liquid sugar.
1: Aye. <laughs> they
2: were rocket fuel. Oh, the we the 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 ice lollies that were triangles but offset. The mm. uh, jubilees, it's jubilees?
1: Uh jublies. What's that?
2: Actually, there is a food and a movie that I'm particularly nostalgic for because of a food that you'll like this story, Craig. Very much similar to Apprentice's one. So my granddad gave... Sorry, my uncle gave me his uh, Star Wars VHSs when I was about 11 or 12. I think mm. was and I used to sit and watch A New Hope while eating the um, red and blue Push Pops kind of like the long, just ice oh, lollies. Yeah. You know, the ones that would rip up the side of your face, you look like the Joker. Yeah. And so I've had a red one and a blue one, both wedged in the side of my mouth, sucking on them while watching Star Wars, pretending I was sucking on lightsabers. And I, I, my you know, mum and dad's bit oh, my mum and this, dad had the TV. This is getting strange. That's a bit of sick fantasy. That, on, that, that's just
0: getting strange.
1: I never have <laughs> a word with your uncle, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: but like, 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 I was like, red and blue, red and blue, good guy, bad guy. Like, and my mum and dad's bed would get steamed if we were, I'd like drip the juice on the Definitely bed. Definitely a bad You have to go <laughs> so they, well, Jeff understand. You have to understand. Let me let me explain. I, my mum and dad's TV that that was up in their bedroom had the only VHS plate. So you stand on the edge of the bed, push the VHS, and then lie on the bed watching videos.
1: Oh. Can't well, jump we don't make money, or else we get demonetised instantly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is why we record. This is
1: Right, let's <laughs> let's skip this bit. Absolutely, editing. no no editing whatsoever. This stays so, uh, in. This in. Do you guys better. miss? you guys
2: miss the old recipe for um, Marshall's macaroni? The old recipe. Uh, I think I've ever
1: tried the it.
2: macaroni in a packet. It's a bit because di- it's different now. It used to be better.
1: Oh, those red and yellow cheesy pasta. Uh, I'm gonna
2: oh, have to no the <laughs> blue one.
1: Right, to I've to got a quick Annie. story. I've got a quick one about this and then right, we'll on. On. Um, Two memories. One is that at, um, primaries, well, all the way through primary and secondary school, there's a sweet shop where we stay and uh, at lunchtime you'd walk up the street and you would get a bacon roll or a baguette or whatever and then you would go and spend the rest of your money in the sweet shop. Right. And so it's quite a traditional shop. they have done ice cream and stuff but they had all these jars of sweeties all around the walls and you would just pick yes. whatever you wanted. How much you would left, that's how much of that sweet you were getting. And after through, as the years go, and you, you know you've tried a lot, and me and Bundy, because we went to the same school, we'd walk up the street together and, and get lunch, and what it became was you would get Vimto bonbons, but you would see yes. how many you could fit in your mouth in one go. And so my ah. memory me actually with vimto bonbons, millions, um, things like toxic waste, and you would just oh, nice. see how many you could fit in your mouth at one go. It was... It was a ridiculous thing. But, uh, how much
2: a of a millions can you fit in your mouth? Oh, oh it a
1: You'd buy like a pound of millions and just see how much you could go until they were coming out your nose and stuff. Was, uh, do you know, know One Bundy managed to fit a
0: whole chap roll in his mouth in one go. A whole chap roll. I mean, that's wow. hard to do. See, you've literally stole what I was going to say. And it's, um, do you remember the sherbet and the plastic straws, but the really long straws? Yes, the Pixie Sticks. Pixie sticks or something, yeah. And you used to click them at the top, and then you would literally just pour pure sugar down yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, we I'll go back we, to we, shaking. We I think every person, every group so, of friends does. But um, we had a a friend called Chris, and um, not to speak bad because Chris is a lovely guy. He was a bit simple, and he was <laughs> he was the sort of guy that would do anything you would tell him. You go, like, Chris, go and do this for a laugh. And we used to do him We used to them to sniff them. When I was, he used to literally snort the sherbet out the plastic tube. Oh, I, had a mate who, I,
2: I had a mate who snorted an entire rainbow pixie stick once, and <laughs> sneezed, and <laughs> so he goes, he goes, he goes, the like whole thing goes up his nose, and you see him like his eyes go cross for a second. We're like, mate, are you all right? And he goes, aye, I, oh. I think I'm fine. A couple oh. seconds later, he sneezes, and it's pink. <laughs> <yellow>. <laughs> Blue and red with blood because he's burnt out
0: his nose.
1: It's like a kid version so, Train Spot.
0: <laughs> can I, so for sweets, mouth. for sweets alone, we've had an innuendo for sex from <laughs> Alex, and now an uh, innuendo of drug abuse. Yep. So I think I think we move away from sweets and food, etc. i mention
1: one more. Maybe. On no, no, go for it.
0: Right, a, go for I, it.
2: Go on. I, I nostalgic question: for you. Um, What is a piece of technology a
1: nostalgic for?
0: Like, something old that just had, like, an old interface.
1: You're just like, oh, I missed that. Game Boy Color. I've got the
0: best one ever, and I'll tell me I'm wrong. The rubber balls and mouses. Yes!
1: I'm not nostalgic you... about it, because I've got one at my work. That's how bad some of the stuff oh, is. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's a old, get
2: started on his computer at work?
1: There's an old computer tucked away. It's got a dial-up modem. I think it's Windows 98 Professional, and it's still got the ball rolling so We very rarely need to use it. It's for a specific piece of equipment, but I just I love getting going on it and seeing it all again. It's quite nice. The ball rolling mouse for launching at people because
2: <laughs> <It's good. laughs> they, didn't, they didn't bounce by any means, they were solid.
1: Yeah, it was a school oh, version of um. ball and chain. Uh, sorry, quick <laughs> quick one, what were you going to say? Gonna say when, yeah, what were you going to say? Um, it was my girlfriend's birthday, she didn't know what she wanted, so we were away for the weekend in a hotel in uh, down in Newcastle. And she do. Once we'd had a, a few drinks, she said, I know what I want. I was like, What? She went, Nutella. I was like, Nutella. She <laughs> went, A big tub of Nutella. We are steaming at this point. I was like, right, fuck it, fine. She went up to the room. Um, I went down to one of the only supermarkets open, managed to lift the other hood was the big, ridiculous, big jars of Nutella. Yeah, right. And my last memory that night is lying in the bed, steaming, trying to get to sleep, and she's eating Nutella out the jar with a spoon and woke up covered in it. I mean, caked in <laughs> Nutella. So first thought first when you wake up is, fuck's happened here? <laughs> oh, that, that's that just... Is- I've I've not really had it much since, to be honest. She loves it, but was uh, just You've, my memory uh, Nutella jokes. Just,
2: just imagine.
0: I've uh, a oh, embarrassing
2: really Nutella tale lately. Uh, so obviously, I've no, been. I it's on, not involving
0: your uncle. Is it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I've
2: been on Covid lockdown, right? Okay. And, uh, and uh, marijuana is legal here. Hmm. So, ordered a bunch of edibles, stashed them in the fridge, and I've been going at them on and off. <laughs> One night, I decide, uh, after uh, chewing on, uh, after sinking, sinking one of these uh, hi-fi hops, Valagonitas. It's a THC infused uh, hop water. It's actually really nice. Uh, that I've no, I've no got the buzz on that I'd like, so I decide to have a go at one of the Valhalla gummies that I've got. This was clearly a mistake, uh, <laughs> as I've now double dosed myself. So I'm sitting watching Car- uh, Harley Quinn cartoon. I've completely forgotten what time it is. I've no idea where I'm at. I go through at the fridge and what do I find? Tob of Nutella. Cut to me 20 minutes later, just sitting with a mouthful of Nutella, just going, mmm, mmm. Enjoying the mouthfeel after eating half a Tob Nutella to myself. <laughs>
1: And okay. here's me thinking nostalgia would be a clean subject. No, it's sickening how how good a spin filling Nutella is.
0: But after one spin fill, it's too much for me. If you oh, seen, I can, do, I
2: can do the whole tub. I can do the whole tub of one go. Have
0: right. you not yeah. seen the graph that shows the amount of cocoa powder, the amount of sugar? Have you ever seen that picture? No, I don't. I don't think. Google it, and you'll not like Nutella. I've but, seen uh, it. And... Yeah. Well, we're gonna move. <laughs> we're gonna move on, and it's something that you and we touched on briefly. Toys. Yes. Okay. have to talk about toys, so I, I, I'm i going to start with one, and I'll never forget, my parents must have drove pretty much all over Scotland to find me a Buzz Lightyear.
2: I have a Buzz Lightyear story related to that, actually. Go on, man. So, um, it's, I think it's coming up to my birthday, my dad's gone away on a work trip somewhere, um, and I've asked him, that I want to get a Buzz Lightyear for my birthday, and he promises me the Buzz Lightyear, right? He forgets about it. He gets steaming on a trip with his mates. Forgets. Comes back. My birthday's still got a few days to go. And my dad realises he's forgotten to get the Buzz Lightyear and tells my mum. And my mum is like are you fucking kidding me? That toy has been sold out for months and you've promised him a Buzz Lightyear. Have you any idea about the legwork I've got to do? So my mum starts phoning Toys R Us's up and down Scotland trying to find a Buzz Lightyear and eventually she manages to find one on the far side of Edinburgh. So she drives all the way out to get it. She gets to the store and says, hey, I'm looking for a Buzz Lightyear. And the woman goes, I'm sorry, we're sold out. And my mum breaks down crying. Like, physically has a mental breakdown because she's been all over trying to get one, crying. And the guy from the other side of the, the customer service desk goes, hold on a minute, are you Vivian? And she goes, I, I am. Reaches under the desk and produces a Buzz Lightyear like, I'll put it to one side of your head,
0: don't worry, you've got it, you're fine. Oh, and she's crying. Kind of like, you <laughs> toys can be cruel though, and I'll give you a, I'll give you another example for me, and then we'll hear a bit from you. And is that, do you guys remember the toys from IKEA? Why? Uh, depend. Uh, not really. No, really. Like stuffed toys and stuff, just oh, in like yeah, general. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, at the age, I had just lost my two front teeth. Right. So I lost my what two you front learn teeth. <laughs> Piss off. I had two, I had two big gaps in my teeth. Anyway. Um... So we went to IKEA, we were doing shopping, and my dad decided to buy me a beaver. Bear <laughs> <laughs> in mind this this, 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 stuffed beaver had two two teeth sticking out the front of it, and that was it. And it was Bobby the Beaver, and um, that Bobby the Beaver was a member of our family for a long time. And it was to remind me how stupid I looked with my two front teeth missing. <laughs> That's amazing. But. We'll we'll move on to you and so I don't break down in tears. No.
1: Uh, uh, toys, I mean, th- there's not one particularly jumps There's a few, so it was like, do you remember Beyblades? The little spinning oh, tops that you oh, used to get. Oh yes,
0: now you're talking.
1: They were a phenomenon for a while. Everyone had them. It was it was good fun. You'd yeah, have the
2: other way to fuck everyone up.
1: Oh, that was that was sick then. That but <laughs> you would have those. You would have um, the TV show that went with it. Was okay. Um, yeah, it, was right. <laughs> it was all right sorry uh, i mean there, were, there was a few daft things like i mean even just like i don't know if you count this but your bike I, I remember some of my bikes yeah. perfectly, like getting a, a matte dark red diamondback demon bmx bike i remember using that so much just loved all the, the wee things about it um, that'd be
0: worth a fortune though
2: yeah, one of my yeah. Bikes with uh, Anakin Skywalker Episode One Podracer bike.
0: You're not allowed to start talking about Star Wars again. You are banned <laughs> from Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I I second that. I'm. If you mention
0: your uncle one more time, what? Out
2: with a <laughs> <good now>. like, <laughs> i will give you
1: therapy. I'm doing. Mention it to a counsellor or something. I've, for me, uh, those are probably the big ones. I'm trying to avoid sport equipment because I, in my head I keep sporting and. and um, Toys and stuff separate. Yeah, uh, as... I had one board game that was like, uh, it wasn't really a board game. You would have cardboard islands that you would set up on the ground, and they had little hills and buildings you would clip in, and little oh, cannons, aye. and then you would fire like little red marble balls at the other person's island. I remember being really young at the time and playing this with my dad and everything, and then it would game would be abandoned because someone nearly lost an eye playing it. and it was... <laughs> We red balls. you have find them around the room for days afterwards. It was oh, it was brilliant.
0: <laughs> Lads, you're missing. You're missing one big phenomenon. Pokemon cards. Oh right. Yeah,
2: I, get... I I can't talk about Pokemon cards. I'll get upset.
0: That's fine. My sister traded away my shiny A Shiny. Would there not be a Sand Slash?
2: It was, no, shiny. It was a shiny. a, gen, no, had a shiny shrew, Gen One. A shine.
0: A shanshu. Shanshu. I can't see it. That's fine. I remember um, I
1: had a ridiculous collection, you know how you would have like shoe boxes filled with your cards at the time, and then, mm. I'm I'm quite bad for keeping a hold of stuff, so I stuck the boxes in my cupboard or under my bed or whatever, and then I remember years and years later, I must have been maybe in my teens or something, early teens, and my mum said, have you still got Pokemon cards? And I was like, yes and uh, we had family around man. it was around and one of my, my little cousins was there he was like oh see he's got uh, Pokemon cards now just give him all yours you didn't use them and I I was melting inside <laughs> I was like oh, I, I, I don't know where they went. I've seen them they're under your bed
2: <sighs> like, like, what are you doing under my bed
1: <laughs> and I gave them them with this sorry ultimate I'm like don't throw them out if ever you decide you have got to throw these out give them to me I'll keep them <laughs> just give them back to me don't throw them out and about six months later, I said, oh, "Are you still collecting them?" He said, "No, um, well, I'm threw them out because I didn't use them." I was like, "What?" Oh, I had, a milk- I had some bangers as well, and I was gutted, absolutely gutted about that. Do
0: you not? Do you not think it's crazy with toys that sometimes it's not the most expensive, you have the most nostalgia. So, kind of reverting back to a little bit of the food scenario. Do you remember toys and cereal? Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. So I remember. Um, it was uh, cocoa pops, and they had it was pencil tops, so you could sit them on top of your pencils, pens, etc. Pencil and they were they were like animals, and I had a crocodile, and it was called Snappy, and it was my prized possession. I had I had <laughs> playstations, I had bicycles, I had I had all this, but this pencil top was my pride and joy, and I still remember to this day. I don't know if this is good nostalgia or not, because um, I'm meant to look back on. Periods of time of affection, but this is not one. Um, when I lost it, and I must have ripped the house up and down looking for it, and it broke me. It and broke um, this was honestly, this was I must have been about, I don't know, nine maybe. And uh, quite this year, my mum was actually in Louisiana, and uh, she was doing like the boat tours, and she seen all the crocs etc. Mm. Um, and she brought me back a pencil, and on top of this pencil had. A crocodile pencil topper. <laughs> and she says, I finally found Snappy. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, and we've got a converted barn or kitchen, and he just sits on the bar. Nice. But, um, yeah. well, I can't
1: believe I forgot this one. Give me two seconds, because I'm going to use a sound for it. Alex might know okay. what it is.
0: Right then. I'm really worried when Ewan says he's bringing I, out his I, toys. I have, I, have,
2: I have a story about a toy that you, you guys are love. It's like, it like spans almost a decade. And I, I toy I didn't get, and then finally got. It's Very good. Oh, wait, is this, is this some, is okay. some back? Me, right.
1: Oh shit! Just dropped it. Let me know if you, if you can guess what this is. That's
2: uh, that's
0: an ultra saber. That is.
1: <laughs> so. <for laughs> we,
0: we put a button on Star Wars.
1: It's oh, <laughs> a ban. Jokingly. Uh, my girlfriend was saying, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I don't, this was a few years ago, I said, I don't know. She kept bugging me, and I said, I want a lightsaber. Or what, you, a lightsaber, you can't get them. They're just kids toys. I was like, no, I want a proper one. Like, Aye, and I sent you link And then Alex said, you can get that. And I was like, what? He sent me a link, and she got me one. She, she was the happy link. <laughs> which then, which uh, one would you get? Which one did I get?
0: Aye. Oh. Just, Just before you answer that, you've not got any sweets, have you? What Alex, you you've not got any sweets, or uh, you're not you're gonna make a mess. One, this no, one doesn't go no on anybody's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no sweets on me. No
1: oh my me. god! Um, oh. So I, I well, another creepy thing with it, there's day. Eh? Well, I was in my room. I just shut all the curtains and turned the lights off. She went to take that. I was like, play with obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite... <laughs> oh, it's
0: it's pretty cool. It's probably that's probably the coolest thing I want to be fair. <laughs> Star Wars is now uh, is banned from future podcasts. I, I, I think we need to do one
2: on it. You've given me It, it, it was even this weird. Like, like it's just a.
1: You've created nostalgia
0: do. for Star Wars for me that I shouldn't have. It's, 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 uh, a the husband, so, whether they think or not,
2: I got uh, a, So this actually harkens back to Saturday morning cartoons, uh, but it's toys. Do you guys remember Beast Wars? Yeah. Mm,
1: so no.
2: I was obsessed with Death Charge. Craig will probably remember Death Charge. He was the manta
0: ray. Um, no, I can remember the gorilla. That was the leader, wasn't
2: it? I Optimus. I. it was Optimus. I. So there was a bunch of different animals. And I think in the second season, they introduced uh, new animals coming from another planet, a bunch of like criminals and stuff. And uh, their old jailer, who was Death Charge. Now, at age five, big into Beast Wars, I went to Disney with my family. Family holiday to Florida. And we're at Universal Studios for the day. And I see a stand selling Beast Wars. And I'm like, yes! going to get the big ones, because you can never get the big ones at Toys R Us, they're always sold out. And there was Rampage, and there was Depth Charge. Now, my parents, God bless them, didn't have a clue about Beast Wars. But they saw Depth Charge and said, that's a spaceship, that's not a Beast War, you're getting the big gold crab instead. I was livid. <laughs> I spent the next ten years looking for this Beast War again, and couldn't find him.
0: I'll Remember, what? I was
2: looking this Beast War, and then I went to Crete on a family holiday, walked past the toy shop, and saw him in the window, and you can bet your ass I bought him.
0: Uh, you, you you would need that after your well after your parents give you crabs you would need that.
2: <laughs> he turned into well what he did is he was he was a big he was a big like a uh, crab and he turned into a tank and a robot like he could he had like tracks and stuff mm.
1: well,
2: and I couldn't transform him he was he was impossible I just it was the one that beat me because always what I did was my parents would give me the beast war and take the control the the instructions of.
1: Like Your uncle means. might might have helped you. All oh, right, pa- right. Next next question.
2: Luke, like, <laughs> like, like, stop, stop having saying bad things about my uncle. He'll beat you up.
0: <laughs> but I'm Moving on. All all his <laughs> stop it. I can, I can. <laughs> next next next. About
2: next. next topic.
0: Really really simple one. Clothes. Uh you can be nostalgic about clothes.
2: Of I used to have can. a Scotland hoodie that I really, really liked. It was a zip-up, like almost, well, it wasn't a hoodie. It was like a tracksuit fleece. I had, had, had a wee um, salt saltire on the front of it. I wore it fucking everywhere. And... Uh, yeah.
1: You remember know, that? Uh, this was quite a heavy one, <laughs> quite a dull one. So um, when I was, let me think, must have been about nine at the time, uh, my dad got pretty ill with cancer. Luckily he he beat it and he was okay a few years later and he's still here now. Um, but when he was ill, mum was obviously run off her feet dealing with somebody my age at the same time was trying to work and stuff and, and going to visit my dad as much as possible. So my uncle started taking me to a football game every weekend, so it was Albion Rovers we went to see, who are a <laughs> very low division Scottish football team, but I mean... The fans there, I mean the crowd, they're just all oh, really nice guys. And I've still got the very first Albion Rovers football top that he bought me. doesn't fit me now, but I'm, I'll never forget it. It was bright yellow with like a red H through it. It was like sort of print on the front. The full size of the body was like a red H through it with a bright yellow background. I've just got really good memories of going to the football and all these guys being really nice and having a laugh, occasionally shouting abuse at each other and at the ref and at the players and it was, that, that was kind of what got me into the sort of football game atmosphere for the first time and having a laugh with other lads at the weekend. I really appreciate my uncle doing that as well. Thank- a big
0: thing that he done for me. No yeah. thanks for sharing that. That's nice. that's pretty powerful actually. It's a bit of a change from some of the hilarity we've been having. Yeah. Um one one thing I was talking about actually before um we started recording was Kappa tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> with with the poppers, with the poppers that like, you can literally do all the way up. The no, just is. me. Okay. Yep. So and I, I remember. I am going to buy you another a pair of those. <laughs> They'll be a lot bigger than the ones I used to have. I, <laughs>
2: uh, I remember, Do you guys remember the fad? Uh, maybe I maybe I'll just miss it. Uh, it. It pants that you could zip off into shorts. What was that? About? How did you all have those? For a bit?
1: <laughs> those and. Uh... <laughs> chunky dc trainers for a while oh, oh nice. yeah
2: no i i was airwalks but i aye, aye, we all had skate shoes and like board cho- i still have a pair of airwalk shorts that i've had since i was about 12 and they still fit me for some reason because they were huge
0: boys I, boys i can top it the ultimate nostalgic clothing for anyone in our sort of age category right there was always one guy at the the kids <laughs> primary school party i know what shirt you mean <laughs> they would have Stop it! You've jumped the gun, and it would either be a black t-shirt with red flames or a black shirt with red flames.
2: Yeah. Yes. You've got to have the uh, the Guy Fieri.
0: The what sort of? highlights.
2: A, I had a no fear. The Guy Fieri. Hmm. It was a, it was a, I had a, I had a no fear one that had uh, the flames around in the bottom and it had like snake eye dice on the shoulder.
1: Jesus. <laughs> oh, for dude. no reason.
0: Wow. Well, and we well. all thought
2: we looked dead cool, didn't we?
0: Yeah, It's it is, just then? it's mental. <laughs> It's mental when you look back. Like, I look back at photos and stuff. I had a, it was like a sheep wool jumper, and it was the most horrendous <laughs> thing ever. It was, something your, it was something your granny would wear. But I absolutely Aye. loved it, and I had it for years, and it was literally falling to bits. But I just absolutely adored it. It's funny how you get that sort of connection with a bit of clothing. Hmm. Um, but I'm, um, very, I'm very nostalgic
2: for an old hoodie I used to have, actually.
0: See, I was a, I played rugby, so it's a bit. Well, it's a bit different for yeah, myself. Yeah, I've, I've yeah still I still got play my first sports because I was
1: Basketball pre-owned.
0: boots, but I mean football boots. I, I remember
1: them at the time. You would get like your, your samba's, you the the black and white ones. I still remember them. Uh, I've still got a pair, mate. I did the spreader. of the maroon the, and silver ones? I love them. <laughs> mm.
2: Do you guys remember like the month after the blades first launched? Like the the type of uh, on the bottom of the shoes, yeah. the different type mm. of studs and, like, kids were getting their, like, shins ripped open because they were fucking metal. <laughs> oh,
0: Bay really blades sure. on shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Basically.
0: I mean, school <laughs> from,
2: like, they had to ban them They were banned at our school because, like, the kids were, were wearing them to play football at lunchtime, but they weren't really wearing uh, shin guards. So, like, yeah. kids would do slide tackles and absolutely, like, rip into the other kids' shins
0: mental, isn't it? I've got got one more topic and then a question to kind of finish on. So the last topic again it's quite loose and it's that what sort of memories do you have about going out with your mates and stuff and what sort of stuff you got up to so to give you a bit of concept so in my circumstance I remember that we used to go out like first thing in the morning and we'd go walking, jumping in rivers, climbing trees and we would be out all day and it would just be the normal thing Mm. Like if I tried to do that now, I'd pass out and be an A and E by like after three hours. <laughs> but um, what what sort of stuff did you just get up to? Is this like drinking keep... age, or was this like younger? Younger, she, yep. Younger-ish, yeah. Not let's not get into the whole. Let's side get of into things whether here. or not
2: he should have been drinking. Yeah,
0: and keep this clean. This topic, Alex. But you um, um, and what? You well, and keep... give us what sort of stuff did you just get up to? To be honest, we all, we
1: all went around on bikes mostly um, at the time, and it was sort of finding steep hills to go down, or like uh, there was a building site nearby, so the dirt was all piled up, so you make jumps off of that and stuff. There uh, wasn't really any skate parks near nearby at the time, and uh, what we did have was almost like a, a valley section going down to a, a river or a wee glen going through it. And we would go down there on bikes and we would try and jump on the rocks and cross the river, and inevitably somebody would end up with a foot in the water and come up with a soaking wet leg and stuff like that but hey uh, that, that's i've got quite fond memories of doing that what so
2: um i had a couple of a kind of weirder experience uh we had uh, an abandoned uh, chocolate factory in livy um i think it's a chocolate factory uh that you used to be able to park her into there was a way you could like hop the fence uh there was no security guards or anything it was just fucking left uh and we used to be, used to be like the square kids that hung out at Livy Square, we would all go and uh, basically invade this place and just fucking wreck the place and uh, just do whatever. Yep. Uh, so it was like like smashing old halogen bombs and stuff and like, there was an old elevator shaft where the elevator was in the basement and there was one, this one guy who would climb up the inside of the elevator shaft and stuff. like Just mental hooliganism.
0: So we've ticked, off, the- we've ticked off vandalism now and the nostalgia. Um, in interim, as well.
2: we'd, we used to climb onto the roof of the primary school. and can, uh, we used to, What we used to do is we used to say that we were staying at someone's house and we'd go camping and we'd camp at in and Del and stuff. Uh, but what we started doing was climbing onto the roof of the primary school because what we figured out was, no matter what time of year it was, because of the way the school's heat works, the roof was always warm. Yeah. So you'd take sleeping by up there and just can't put up there and it was huge. This big like sprawling kind of The way the, the way the roofs were connected, it was huge. So we'd take snacks up there, chippies would go up there and stuff, we'd take board games up, and chill it on the roof.
1: Yeah. And
2: one time we managed to convince a drunk guy we were God. So that was
0: kinda of fun. <laughs> you
1: can scratch the crime episode if the last of ones we'll start with. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna finish on a bit of a it might be a difficult question, so if you need a wee second to think about it, it's fine, but Obviously, the world in which we're living in at the moment isn't the best, um, with obviously COVID and the horrible ongoings in America, which I imagine will be affecting your normal way of life to some extent. Alex, is that mm. if you could bring back, say, say it's a product, say it's an experience, for example, like you and going to the cinema, see Lord of the Rings. Mm. If you got the choice to pick one, that you could do, say next week, what what would you bring back?
2: Like, like to, like to relive something from my yeah. It could
0: be relive. so it can be that experience, mm. or it can be a product. Say, for example, Ewan's finally got his withdrawal symptoms back from bringing back his Pokemon cards. Mm. Um, do you know what I mean? I know that's quite a difficult one.
2: It- it's interesting. I would love to have my collection of Transformers and Beast Wars back. Like that'd be kind of cool because I had a ton of them. Um, but I tell you what. I miss my old Power Rangers toys because I had all the morphers. I had all the, <laughs> I had all the weapons that connected together. Like I, my favorite ranger was the Black Ranger. I loved his morpher because it had two parts. I wish I had that back again. That was a cool wee piece of toy that I had as a kid. But just like, just I wish I could bring back the sensation of being able to feel like the escapism was real and not like forced. Because like as a kid, your escapism is like. Your imagination just runs wild well, yeah. and you don't have to pay attention yeah. to the world around you. And the toys just help you do that. But now it's more we are actively distracting ourselves. So I wish I could bring back that.
0: See, mine was going to be kind of that sense is that mm. I miss the simplicity of going out with a large group of friends because, let's be honest, yes, you can have a lot of friends as you get older. But are the chances of you Even going out doing stuff together is very, very slim and people move on, etc. I think that simplicity of going about kicking a ball, climbing mm. a tree, and just having. No thoughts, or like the most important thing on your mind is what you're having for your tea, and when you're going to go in Halo. Do you know what I mean? Um, I would, I miss, I would yeah. bring that back for.
2: A period I miss of getting like a get like a text on the old Nokia thirty two ten of like uh Sports Center wall.
0: Why and did we not talk about Snake? Why did we not mention Snake in games? And
2: the the reason game we don't mention Snake, is because <laughs> none of us were <laughs> good at Snake. We didn't even mention Snake in the mobile
0: episodes. Oh, we're, we're rubbish. Uh, <laughs> You and have you thought of an answer? Because I know that is a difficult
1: question. Um, I think it's pretty similar to yourself. I kind of miss that sort of just go and on somebody's door, coming <laughs> ah, out to play. Ah, you just football so go leaping into my chest under your arm, or you've got your bike there, or you just like go out and.
2: They might not even water be there. You just show up a bloke, and there. I mean, um, but I, a I, I
1: do think a good there thing is go. it's sort of been it's sort of been replaced with headsets now, and being able to just rather than sitting playing the Xbox yourself, you're sitting playing it with people it's like hanging out with your friends but it's maybe a bit easier because you don't need to find somewhere to sit you don't need to go play golf or do an activity you can just sit and talk to people when they come of your own home which is kind
0: of ideal for the lockdown situation I do you not think it's too right. easy though because I,
2: it takes I, away the social contract of like actually making an effort to go see someone i think yeah,
0: like yeah. i love gaming but if i have the option to meet someone and do something, I will always choose that option over. Same. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Ewan says, "Do you want to go play golf, or do you want to sit and play whatever?" If it's can, possible, you're always going to choose that first option. And I know an example. Mean, like,
2: I did. I went for a social distance drink yesterday, and that was amazing. Like sitting six feet apart <laughs> either side of a table, having a beer was brilliant. <laughs> I,
1: I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I've, I think I now came at it the wrong angle. I, I completely agree. It's not a substitute, but for example, three of us. We all worked together at one point, so we all spoke to each other, and we did we did game with each other. We go out for a drink occasionally and stuff. So imagine mm. we couldn't talk to each other on this or or indeed on the Xbox. How often would we have spoken, met mm. it up? It's not a substitute, but it does fill the gap a bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. No, that is true.
2: It certainly helps now with like me. I've 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 noticed since I've left the UK, like the, without gaming and and even just be able to talk online i i would have lost my entire base. yeah
1: i mean obviously the whole so no gaming, would you, would, gone. you would have other ways of contacting people you maybe pick up the phone more for example
2: That's it. we're starting to send parental mail just send them letters now so.
0: love letters <laughs> um no, guys are you happy to finish on that note i'm happy with that it's a pretty good note so for anyone that's managed to last this long, thank you for tuning in to the Time In podcast. Alex, once again, thank you for coming on as a guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. No, know that you uh, have me
2: back. Just trying to keep
0: it clean. As long as you don't mention uncle stories, you, you, we welcome back.
2: Um, <laughs> my uncle lives in London. I don't have a lot of stories.
0: No, that's fine. We, we've had enough today. <laughs> um, Ewan, would you mind just giving a quick, quick little insight into our social media before we turn off?
1: Uh, Twitter at Time and Podcast One, Instagram is Time under and under Podcast, and YouTube is the Time in Podcast. I believe.
0: Like I said, we'll we'll get a bit better with them as time progresses. We'll get a bit more content on there. We do have the end goal of starting to do stuff live and making things probably a bit more interactive. It's just how we logistically do that with the ongoings of COVID nineteen. Um, so on that note, we've been the Time In Podcast, and thanks for listening. Cheers. So you and he happy with that for the nostalgia. Episode. Good.
1: So far, Craig. To the high ground. <laughs> <laughs>